Well, my friends, it is what day? Uh, day fourteen. It's day sixteen. Day sixteen. Day six. Day yeah. sixteen in isolation. Yeah. TMJ. TMJ syndrome valiantly carries on throughout the crisis. What have you guys been up to? I just had the perfect thought for uh okay a little little off topic okay but we haven't even we haven't even started a topic <laughs> <know>. yet <laughs> okay all right um i just had an idea and and for you listeners out there you're gonna you're gonna get an insight into our our crazy madness um when we do the thumbnail i need i need jason i need you to put uh a mask over our over our logo guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I can do that. That's awesome. Okay. Uh anyway, back on topic. Wasn't one of the what isn't one of the original things like we had him like this? No. Oh yeah. With the we had so he could be like pulling the mask oh, over his yeah. ears. Yeah. And then we realized it looked stupid. <laughs> yeah, it looked like so dumb. Yeah, but he looks pretty fucking cool now. It looks like Mitch. I always thought. Mm-hmm. I was on purpose. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I picked up and played Ori and the Will of the Wisps. 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 Tell us about it. It's like a little hard to say. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Wisps. Do you pronounce the second S when you say that? Wisps, yeah. Wisps. Wisps. Kind of weird. Like, wisps. Kind of. Will of the wisps. 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 No, wisps. Wisps. Yeah, that. Are you saying it that way? I don't know. Maybe it's because I have an Eastern (laughs) accent and you guys don't. (laughs) East Coast. Wisps. Okay. Wisps. Yeah. So, okay. So I don't know, like you play, you guys, did you, you guys both played the original one at least a little bit? Ori yeah. in the Blind Forest. Very play lots of Metroidvania games. Very little. I don't know if I played it at all. Actually, I think it was on my wish list for a really long time, and then I was like, oh man, I should get this game, and then I never bought it, and then it, and then it appeared on Xbox Game Pass, and I'm like, man, I should play this game, but then I never installed it. Oh well, you should definitely play that first. So it's. So I would say like it is a it's like a it's a true sequel in like true to form in every way. Like everything about the game is just slightly better than the other game in the first game and like but also being true to like the the same style as the old game like you got you got your platforming, you got your exploration, you got your chase scenes boss fights is there boss fights in the original game yeah i think so yeah you got your boss fights and you got owls so how's the music uh it is like visually and audioly a beautiful game yeah and like just everything about just everything about it from that perspective is it's like freaking like on point like the game is just like You'll you'll sit there and sometimes just be distracted by like the cool foreground and background they have as you're like as you're playing as you're playing the game. Like it's just there's a lot of like and you know okay okay so you're gonna love this, Jason. This isn't a spoiler because it's like the beginning of the game. You know what the beginning of the game starts with? A giant cutscene. A giant cutscene. A giant uh, interactive cutscene. Well, it's not really a cutscene then. It's sort of a cutscene. It's like if I, if it if it stops you in place where you're not really like playing the game anymore, those are the ones that suck. Yeah, that. so it's like you do that and then it does a cutscene and then you play a little bit and then it does like a big cutscene and then you start the game. Mm. But like I guess the guy I don't know which per what the name of the person is, but I guess somebody who worked on that game worked on worked on Blizzard cinematics. Really? Yeah, so it's like, it's definitely on that level for sure. Like, is it really good? Um, like, 
so I actually, interestingly enough, I like I haven't played like I never actually played Metroid or Castlevania. Really? Castlevania Symphony of the Night. What? Yeah, I never played any of those games, but I feel like based off like is it because okay. you didn't have a Super Nintendo? I never had a Super Nintendo, and all those all those games. Were on Super I Nintendo I, I had Nintendo, but I never played the first Metroid. Super Metroid was my first Metroid and my favorite one. Interesting. Yeah, and yeah. you never you never played it. You never played Symphony of Night on the PS One. Nope. Wow. I saw a Let's Play of Symphony of Night. It looked like it'd be real fun. Oh, it's good. It's good. And like, so the thing that the thing that I think is interesting about this game, and I don't know what it is to put my finger on it because so i spent about 18 hours on the game uh i think with like a time to beat says that probably the game would last you about 15 hours if you only did the main story and about 20 hours if you do main story plus extras so it's like like i didn't feel like i missed very much of the game like and i was actually drawn to a lot of the side quests which is unusual for me for any game. But something about like the whole like little Even, exploration piece of like, oh, what's that dark part of the map? And you go over there and it has this whole like exploration thing that you go through. Yeah. It's like that very that that Metroidvania style of side quest seems to like draw me in a lot more than the yeah, fetch quest side quest BS that a lot of games have nowadays. The the strong point of that level design is that you want to return to other things once you have different abilities that let you unlock more of the level, whether that yeah. be like a higher jump or a double jump or like in Symphony of Night you can like turn into a bat at one point and that lets you fly around and one of them is like you can turn to mist opens a gate yeah yeah and it's like whoa I have this I have this ability I wonder what I can do oh I remember that thing that I went to that I couldn't get past before yeah. It's like the first Dark Souls game was very Metroidvania esque too, in the way it was designed. Only the first Dark Souls game. The rest of them didn't do that after that. But yeah, um, I think that's probably why that game was also as as popular as it was. It had those you unlock a shortcut and seamless world and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, because Dark Souls has the same has the same thing where basically everything you can see, you're going to be able to go to pretty at some much. Point. For the yeah. most part, everything's interconnected too, and in, in technically, you can go off the beaten path. Like you don't have to tell go where the game tells you to go to. Like if you want to yeah. go to Blight Town first, you can do it. Like yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's sort of sort of interesting because in Ori in the Blind Forest and Ori in the Will of the Wisps has the same has the same thing where even it was it's such a good design that like I I didn't feel like at any point I was. I was doing something that felt like it was off this yeah. off of what they intended you to experience the story as like, for instance, there's like a couple part, there's like a couple parts where like you'll fall down into, you'll like fall down into a hole and then you can't get out of that hole until you actually get an ability. And I only, I only even know that because I wa I watched someone playing it and they were like trying to get back out and they couldn't. But like for me, like I fell down, I'm like, oh, this is interesting. And then you do the little exploration, then you get to the part where you get the ability and then you're just like, oh, cool. And then you like go back up and you're able to get out and it just feels very fluid. Yeah, it's really like strong point of that style. Yep. It's really good. Mm hmm. Yeah. So I had a lot. I had a lot of fun with that. Like I'm feeling like I want more. I need to find like platformers to, uh, to play. I have a bloodstained is pretty good. Um, Circle of the Night. I have that from a Kickstarter. I've been playing through it slowly. Um, same style of gameplay. You probably like it a lot. I don't know. Nice. Story is cheesy, but it's supposed to be cheesy because it's it's being it's the spiritual successor to Castlevania, which is a cheesy ass game, if you ask me. <laughs> it's like, on uh, Game Pass too. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yep. Mm -hmm. Bloodstained. Yeah, Bloodstained uh, Ritual of the Night, not Circle of the Night. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of Circle of the Moon, which is in that old castlevania game but yeah those games are cheesy as hell they're supposed to be like they redid the voice like uh, okay so like the first castlevania game has like the crappiest voice acting on the planet and it 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 makes the game better 
They redid it later on and redid the voice acting. I was like, nope, I need the old shit. This is stupid. Give me back the <laughs> crappy voices. That's awesome. Like, give me back the the bad dialogue, please. I hate when they do that. They ruin it. Right. Um. Yeah. Uh. First Dark Souls. I've been trying to get you to play for forever. You should play that eventually. Get some Dark Souls remaster. Try to beat. Try not to beat the first boss and just do what I tell you to do and play it. <laughs> you can beat the first boss though, can't you? Can't you go and like with find a black? Like a... It's better. You, it, the best way to do it is to take the black fire bomb as your your gift, and you just toss two of them at him. He dies. Nice. I'm gonna do that. Yeah, but the only reason you do that is that means you I wanna... beat the game, right? No. You get the level fifty demon hammer, but you can't you can't use it until later on. It's got such huge stat requirements. No. Oh. So I don't think it's called level 50 demon hammer. I think it's just called the demon hammer, but yeah. It's level 50 requirement. No, there's no level requirements. There's stat requirements in that game. Oh, okay. Yeah. But um try I to bet think you, I bet you could beat that dragon without that. You can. It just takes forever because you, you have a sword sword. You like you have to go through the level and pick up your weapon to beat him. Get a broken short sword or whatever it's called. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. If you like, I, got I tried to man, fight him. I kept dying. I couldn't. I couldn't get past the game. You, 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 that's why you use your perception skill to see there's an open door on the left, and you run past him. No, he he kept looking too late, and the door was closed. Yeah. Kept door was closed. Door door doesn't close. You just keep going. <laughs> the door closed behind you. Per, per, Tim's perception score is like minus nine. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably about right. <laughs> Um, trying to think of some other good Metroidvanias. Uh, I really, I don't think if you have a Switch, I think Super Metroid is included if you pay for uh, the uh, online the, the online service. They have a uh, emulation for here. Let me look. Okay, yeah, um, I don't have Switch, but I have the I have the Xbox Game Pass. So the other thing that you're talking about, I thought so you have an, you don't you don't have a Nintendo Switch. Yeah, I thought you bought yeah, I have one. Switch. I thought you were getting one for Christmas or something. Yeah. I was I was considering it. Oh. And then bitched out. Let's see here. I'm sorry. I I'm gonna check. I was, I was like, oh, it's too much money. You should, really? get, a, you should get a switch light. It's like Yeah, but I want like the ability to do the cool switch thing where it's like, well, I'm playing on this, and I go, oh my god, I'm playing on the TV. Yeah, Super Metroid is definitely Oh, you're not gonna be able to see it. Um definitely on the if you pay for the Nintendo pass. Bloodstain ritual of the night. There yeah. we go. We're gonna set that to download. We're doing it. Um yeah, good games. Take that internet provider. Um I mean all the old school Castlevania games are great. Uh I think you can get Symphony of the Night on PS4. I know you can get on Xbox. I need to like um, pick a PS4 up from like just eBay or something or freaking Craigslist maybe and like put a hazmat suit on go and meet well, somebody in a parking lot. Why do you want to what do you want to play on that? The well, I was going to play. I was really want looking forward to playing the new Last of Us 2. Oh, but that has now a it was today they released that they that is now uh delayed that game got further del- notice that game got delayed twice it's had a lot of bad press too due to their crunch policies and stuff um yeah i didn't hear about that what's, oh, yeah. what's crunch policies where you can't have like something like the- five employees uh, leaked to Kotaku that they were basically threatened with being fired if they didn't crunch and work overtime or something like that. I didn't really no. get into too much because I, I see Naughty Dog and my brain turns off because I think they're a shit developer personally. Are are they naughty? No, I mean, they're good if you like graphics and like pretty games. But like to me, like, like pretty games and graphics. The way that they're I, I like the older Naughty Dog games like Jack and Dexter on the PS2, but the, when they hit it out of the park with the first Uncharted game and then started going down that, we're going to make a game that's just like a movie and it's going to be action-packed just like a movie. It's like zero to end to the movie. They lost me because like 
You can only do that so many times before it gets fucking old. I'm sorry. I think Uncharted 2 is probably the best of those three games. I never played the fourth one because I wasn't interested. The third one was horrible. Horrible. Did you play it? Uncharted? Three. I never played any of the Uncharted games. They doubled down those same things and didn't change anything. And then the story was, so the only thing left was the story and the story was bad. And it's like, okay, so you guys like need to do something better with your with your ideas here. And then they did the same thing with Last of Us, but it's slower. So instead of being like an action, they're like, we're going to make everything slow, and then we're going to have Ellie run the clickers when she's not supposed to be there. I'd just rather watch it as a movie. I'll probably like the Last of Us movie when it comes out because it's the best way to watch it. It'll be, it'll be good. You know, I have a new idea. What we'll do is we'll have a good cinema. We're all, we're all social distanced, and everyone gets in gets in and watches a movie, but we give every person a Xbox controller. No, and we tell them and we tell them that they're in charge of a particular character on screen. No. And they just kind of like. Only five year olds would fall for that. I don't know. It sounds pretty fun. No. (laughs) No, I'm not a fan of Naughty Dog as a developer. And I know that that puts me in the minority. I don't care. Um, I think Sony has way better studios than Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog is extremely overrated, in my opinion. Way overrated. Yeah, uh, I, I, I think like games, I think though. I think Guerrilla Games does a way better job. And I guess they 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 did get their due with um the uh, what's it called uh, what's the it's coming to PC now. God dang it, what's it called? With Aloy as the main character, what's that oh, game? Horizon. Oh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting too. And not to like derail the conversation, but like Sony's putting their games now on PC. It's like crazy. Death Stranding, Horizon, um, the David Cage games are now on PC. Like Detroit Become Human and Jason. I mean, um, fucking <laughs> uh, what's that super heavy rain? You know what I'm talking about. Did you play Heavy Rain? Heavy no. Rain. Oh my God! Heavy Rain is your game, man. It is, is it? literally it's literally a walking QTE game. That could be cool. So it's like, oh, I hated it. So in the beginning, you lose your son, and you have to you have to like press X to call out his name, and it says press X to Jason. And you hmm. press X, Jason, Jason. It's funny because my name's Jason. Um, it became press X a, to Jason is what yeah, is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It might, have been, it might have been square. I don't remember. Oh, but like man. you play that game. It's a totally a Tim game. So there's this part where you play this uh, FBI agent and you're like, it's raining and you're in this muddy area and you have to like climb out of it. And so it's like triangle. Square. <laughs> L1. X. <laughs> and then if you fail it, he falls down. And you're like, you have yes, to start over right. from the yeah. and it, yep. it always and it yep. always like quick saves you directly from the thing that yep. you started. Yep. In fact, if the sequence so, is really long, it'll save halfway through. Yeah, it's like a yeah. It, it's like some David Cage really liked Dragon's Lair a lot, and he's like, "I'm gonna do that, but in 3D, but more serious and titties because there's titties in it." So, I mean. Not my Makes kind of sense. game. I rented it on back in the day when uh, GameFly first came out. Because uh, you remember that service? Is that still a thing? I don't know. Probably. But so I would get. I I got Demon Souls first, and then I beat Demon Souls. I was unemployed at the time, and then I got uh, that game, and I was like, this this game fucking sucks. <laughs> it's like all the worst parts of Resident Evil Four entire in an entire game. God. It wasn't GameFi one of the first companies that was like, you can rent a game. Yeah, there was the, the original Netflix of gaming. Yeah. Game. I mean, it wasn't the first company that you could rent a game, right? Like, that, that was I mean, there's, Blockbuster. They're still, they, they're still a company. Yeah. It's always, it's always kind of interesting to think to think about people who are kind of like uh, on the, the bleeding edge of things, whether or not the companies like actually like did any did any good. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, this is this. Unless Gamefly is creating their own streaming service, they're going to get owned by like Game Pass and stuff like that eventually. Yeah. If they're still around, but 
Yeah. Like so, some games like those Sony games are, I would never spend any money besides renting it, which is what I did with last of us. I would never spend $60 on that piece of shit. So yeah, I just, I got it. Got it for free with a, with a purchase of a new PS3. So I yeah. paid $200 for it. There you go. I also got a copy for free with a purchase of a PS3. And that that coupon code did you, went in the trash. Did you, <laughs> you finish? You, you, you really did? <laughs> it, went, did yeah, it went in the trash. I was actually kind of upset about it, too, because it was an unintentional throwaway. I, re- I wanted to play the game, but I think I left it in my PS3 box. And I have a really bad habit of keeping all of my electronic boxes. And so one day I was just like, oh, I got to get rid of all these fucking boxes. And so I started going through my closet and just throwing everything away. And apparently I didn't go through that one enough. And then like a month later, I was like, oh, I should play it. I should get that game code out. And I couldn't find it. So it sucks. So, yeah, I mean, fuck that game. I threw the code away. You missed out <laughs> on a cinematic experience. You did. Yeah, you missed it. That's I still think that's one of like the best games I've ever played. Yeah, I guess. But I'm also someone who can't play those Telltale games either. I just don't like. I don't like those. Oh, those are so fun. Why do you don't do anything? Yeah, you do. Okay, so like the Walking Dead one was pretty good, and you're like, whoa, and you press X, and it's like, and what? And like. And it pops up on the screen. It's like, oh, my God, press X. And you like pressed it. And then like something happened. And if you didn't press X, then something different would happen. Hmm. Sounds Think great. about it. It's like life. Yeah. It's like real life. It's a analogy. And they went out of business. So did they? I thought they didn't yeah. press X. Oh, I thought they were they still making stuff. And- now they got bought by another company. Uh-huh. They had so a guy in a room being like, press X to make money, and he yeah. he fell asleep. Press, he fell asleep. He didn't press X. What have you been up to, Mitch, in your in your solitude? Uh, I've been playing not as much as I'd like, but some Half-Life Alex. And uh, Ooh. and it's it's great. Um Okay, I have so many so, questions about how half Alex works. I don't have you tell me all about it. I don't have the the best like VR experience, right? Uh, I have I have a Rift S, um, so I have some touch controls, kind of, but it's not like the Index controller, and it's not like the greatest headset out there. And I definitely don't have like the super best top of the line computer. Uh, I'm running a I'm running a 1070, so it's not bad, right? But it's not like a 2080 Ti or anything like that. Uh, so having said that, like for context, this game looks absolutely beautiful. Uh, I definitely get immersed when I'm in it. It looks way cooler than any of the other VR games that I've played around with. It feels absolutely great. And it's like, I've played all the Half-Life games before, and I kind of forget that they are, uh, that they're, they're, they're kind of like horror games, right? Because like you're, yeah. you're playing around in them or whatever, and it's, and I never really thought of it like a horror game and on any of the one, other ones that I played. But holy There's shit. There's freaky parts too. There are. I mean, there are. Don't get me wrong, but it's, I've never, I've never you don't thought think of like it. Resident Evil. Right. Yeah. Holy shit, is this game a fucking horror game? <laughs> I don't know how many times I've jumped because you're so yeah, immersed yeah. in the world. And like there's there's parts where you're walking in and you have like you're like going through a, a, a sewer system or like an abandoned hotel and the power's out and all you have is a fucking flashlight. And so to see around you, you have to use your the flashlights attached to your hand. So you have to like point your hand to point the flashlight and like that's where you can see and the rest of it's just dark and then you have like fucking head crabs running around everywhere and it's it's terrifying and it's amazing i could never play that game i'm more <laughs> no, i'm already good. terrified what are you talking about i couldn't play that i'd be stressed out man i'd be so real. stressed out 
it just yeah. have a little scare. Like, was it that? Is it like that one time, Mitch, where you watched me play No Man's Gar VR, and I walked up to the egg, and I'm like, "What the hell is this?" And I grabbed <laughs> yeah. it, and the monster showed up, and I was like, "Ah!" <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, there. Was, so the one that sticks with me, I'm like walking through this building or whatever, and uh, there's like a a glass window. There's a room off to my right, and there's a, a glass window. And as I'm approaching the door, which is right next to the window, uh there's basically a, a zombie that is that comes up and like bat, bats against the glass real quick. And I jumped. I physically jumped because it, it was right here, right next to my face. And it was great. Yeah. So like one thing that I was observing from. So I, wa- I watched a bunch of like game clips on Twitch because I was really curious about the game. And like on Twitch, it doesn't feel that way. It actually looks kind of boring. To be very honest, you got you got to play those games. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But like, like I can see exactly what you're saying, Mitch. Like, if someone's like right fucking next to your head from your perspective, it's like holy shit. Like, but like watching watching that from from like someone streaming it. Like I like I heard I saw someone in the sewer scene. I was just like, this just looks like they're fighting like two guys. Like I don't. Oh yeah, it's yeah. like not you know there it's are definitely not you're never overwhelmed with enemies there's enough enemies that when you're fighting a few of them like it's 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 frantic it's hectic because you can't just press x to reload right like you have to press a button on one hand one controller and that drops if you're using the pistol it drops your magazine then you reach behind your head to grab another magazine then you throw it into your pistol and then you have to cock it and then if you have the extension that like basically loads two magazines, you have to do that entire process again to get an entire full magazine's worth of ammunition into your pistol. All so while. Re- so you go click, pull that. Yep. And then is and your then reload. Click, is your reload. Wow. And so it it's not... It's way more than just hitting X to reload. So I think that they do yeah. a really good job of um, like there's all there's only I think the the most enemies that I fought in so far was uh, there's like these um, lightning uh, head crab flying fox that are in there and they like infest other zombies and stuff like that. And so there's a room with like two of those and uh, four or five uh the zombie just normal like uh head crab infested zombie dudes and it was hectic like running around and and trying to um to kill everything and not get hit because you don't have like a like a shit ton of life either uh so i think they do a really good job of because you have so much to do and you have so much to focus and like you actually have to aim uh it feels like there's more combat than there actually is and like in hindsight after you finish a room or you go down an area and you fight like two guards or something you're like oh man it was only two guards but those two guards actually took some some finagling to to get around you know yeah and then uh i like it ammo is depending on the difficulty that you play on uh, i'm just playing on normal um but if you go up in difficulty, the the less ammo you have, which makes it so you actually have to uh, like be cognizant of what you're shooting. I kind of wish that there was. I'm that's what I, that's the mode I'm starting on right now. Yeah. Trying to get it hard mode. I mean, it's it, it's probably worth it. And if I play it again, I definitely will play it on hard mode. I will play it again, and I will play it on hard mode. I wish Anti-tip there was. Mode. <laughs> I wish yeah. there was a uh, melee weapon. I mean, and maybe yeah, I, how does that feel like not I, being able to it kind of sucks because there's a couple times where I've had like, OK, so a head crab can be coming and, and it'll jump out at you. Right. And because you're in the space, if it's jumping at you, you can move out of the way and it'll just like scope by you or whatever. Right. Which is kind of cool. Um, oh, cool. But I there's been a couple times where I've I've kind of like went to whack at it and it just doesn't do anything. And so I wish I could have a crowbar in one hand as the staple half-life weapon right. and just bash shit with a crowbar. And I don't know. I mean, Again, maybe I haven't gotten far well, enough, but it's not I enough. Know. I was reading about how they tried to do put a crowbar in the game originally and they took it out 
hmm. for two reasons. One, a bunch of playtesters thought that they were Gordon Freeman. Even though okay. they would literally tell them at the beginning, you're not Gordon Freeman. Then they'd be like, well, I have a crowbar. <laughs> Gordon Freeman. It's like, okay. And two, apparently people like, because you don't hold a crowbar like this when you're walking normally, right? Apparently people would like kind of like do this or hold it like that. And it would like get caught on something. Oh, jeez. And so like they would walk, it would just like get caught. And then all of a sudden the player couldn't move and they'd be like, I don't understand what's, so it'd be like, oh, is the whole thing. Hmm. They should and I guess they, for crazy. some other reason, they just never felt like melee worked how they wanted it to, so they didn't put it in the game. Which, yeah, that seems like well, important. if you've ever played know. Skyrim VR, you can cheese the shit out of that game's melee. Yeah, yeah, you literally can take your sword and hold like like a knife if you want to, and just be like, <laughs> you're dead. I'm serious. <laughs> you can sh- you shoot your bow and arrow so much faster in that game compared to the real one. You're just like. Pew, 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 dead. So I'm curious how it compares to like, uh, I haven't played Boneworks yet, but Boneworks is supposed to have a really, really good physics engine uh, and they have melee weapons in there and in their melee weapons have weight to them. So like if you pick up a giant sledgehammer, right, you, you're not going to be able to swing a sledgehammer normally with one hand. You have to use two yeah. hands. And so in that game, you have to use both your hands to be able to pick up and move and and it doesn't move. You can't just go with a sledgehammer. It, it just doesn't work that way because you in real life you couldn't do that. So I feel like future future VR games, if you take the physics that Boneworks potentially has with the environment and like if if every game that came out was like Half-Life Alex in the sense that it's just so immersive and so good um and had a good story driven line and everything like like it I don't know it I would I really hope that Valve continues to be the industry leader in games with like the development and how they go right cuz like Half-Life came out and that that spewed a bunch of development and Half-Life 2 came out and that spewed a bunch of development I really hope this is a starting point Yeah So like that would they, I remember seeing somebody who had index controllers play, and there was a a quote unquote cutscene playing where you had to hold your hands up. Yep, yep. But because they had the index controller, they turned around, they were flipping in the bird, <laughs> and I was just like, "That's how you do. That's how you do cutscene gameplay right there." Yep. Like now, I have to play along because if I don't, I'm gonna get shot. Yep. Right. Yep. It, it isn't. The, I'm not watching the character do it. I'm you are doing the character. It. Yep. That's the whole fucking point. But Tim's like, oh, what's show? <laughs> yeah, I mean, as long as I have the option to, like, not do that, I suppose. Yeah. That's what I hate. I hate, as a former Metal Gear fan, I hate I hate when a, a game stops me now. I just don't like it. it drives me crazy. Uh, but I play, I play plenty of games that do that, but I, I'm like, fuck, here we go. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just tosses your controller in the fucking trash. Like, uh. yeah. I'll get it in an hour. <laughs> Metal Gear 5. 4. 4. The worst. Yep. Yeah, I think... Well, that's cool, man. Like, I, I owe it... I, I was wondering about that because I keep seeing... Like, I've seen the reload specifically. I'm like, how much of that is the what the person's actually doing? So it's all... It's all of it. You're doing all of it, yeah. Uh, I think that there's there's some things that... And, and because I don't play a whole lot of VR, my body's not accumulated or accustomed to the VR environment, right? And so some things are kind of uh, breaking, in my opinion, um, like movement specifically, right? And so in the in the game, when you're fighting uh, anybody that has a gun, you want to make sure that you're taking cover, right? Otherwise, you're just going to get shot and you're going to die. And so if you're moving from cover to cover, if you have like the blink or teleport mode, turned on you're just aiming where you want to go and then you move to where you want to go and but that mode makes it so that you know you can actually play the game without getting terribly sick i've yeah i have to do that yeah i've put it on the mode where um there's a mode where you can you can use your thumbstick to move and then depending on how you orient your arms like the direction you put you move the controllers is the direction that you'll go 
and it's very disorienting and it got better like the more i did it but i could only do it for maybe five or ten minutes and then i'm like i have to take a break i'm getting sick so that's how no oh, man's sky uh, moves too and i i got sick pretty quick yeah because you, you have to you, you have to have your arm out it's were you sitting or standing by the way standing yeah so i think i feel like sitting helps with the the yeah that makes sense um, the disoriented uh yeah so but i i'll i'll be getting the game eventually the but. only thing that sucks with sitting though is there are often times where i in order to take cover i crouch down physically because i'm hiding behind a wall or behind like a, mm. a bookshelf or something that's on the ground and so uh if you're sitting then that kind of limits your vertical movement but mm. I would say that's the only my only downside so far is the fact that I personally have a hard time playing in the mode that makes it even more realistic. Hmm. Yeah, you definitely have to get your VRC legs, they say for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't do VR enough to get it. Half-Life Alex would probably get me or Boneworks would probably get me to do more. Yeah, but. Would it be cool? Haven't haven't we seen like some people's ideas to have like a little like multi directional treadmill or something? Yeah, they have. Those. Yeah, but they're they're way too expensive. Yeah. still. like five grand plus. Yep. God, yeah. that seems like the ultimate, right? If you could actually like physically be walking. Yeah. Yeah, and think about totally. like, think about how in shape you'd get if you're playing. Uh, I know, <laughs> like PUBG or something VR, yeah. and you had to actually like run. You have to like run a mile every single time yeah. you play a yeah. game. If multiple if, miles, if Valve keeps pushing it. Eventually, they'll. I don't think there's really any software that uses it correctly either yet. The mm. the multi-directional uh, treadmill, because yeah, yeah, you have to. Well, I know a it's lot. Like, it feels like that's that. Like if you add that in, I at least to to me, it makes it seem like. That's that's what I always I always thought of seems like the problem when you're like, oh, like, how do you move? You know? Yeah. Was there some game where the game is like you're. You're like in space or something, and so the game to move, you actually have to physically reach out with your hands and move yourself. Fuck that. Sounds like that game I was just telling you about. Yeah, you could reach out, press X, reach out, press square. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was like you're you're like an astronaut or some shit. And so yeah. you're like moving around in space and like pulling yourself know. and then and then pressing X. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. That sounds really that sounds really cool though. How's how is it like grabbing things in the environment? Um, it's like, not bad. Uh that you get like the gravity gloves, right? And so it it's super I okay, I I do wish I want to play with the index controllers. Um and and cuz I want to know like that full finger experience. Um mm-hmm. so like with the rift controllers, there's a trigger and then there's like a little button on your middle finger on the on the grip Mm -hmm. and so when you squeeze those it squeezes your hand in the game so i mean i squeeze my hand and it pushes those two buttons down and then it's like squeezing in the game so it's i mean it's pretty it's okay uh and so grabbing stuff around in the game is is fun uh some things are heavy in the game to where you have to grab with both hands in order to move them you can grab almost and interact with almost anything in there and then the gravity guns make it really nice because you it's pretty intuitive to just kind of flick something at you. You can, you hover over, it gives like a little orange glow showing that you're, you're looking at it and then you grab flick and it, the gravity gun or the gravity gloves will flick it towards you. And then you have to catch it in midair, but it's pretty like you have to, you have to actually like, yeah, you have to actually like grab it when it's coming towards you. Otherwise it just like flies by you or drops and you're like, Oh, well, (laughs) but it's, it's cool because you can like, you can be flat, you can be fighting something, right? And then you like drop your magazine and you see uh like a another magazine, a fully loaded magazine somewhere else or whatever, and you can flick it over to you, put it in your gun right away, and then keep going. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for Half Life 3 VR then. Right? 
isn't that what ha- like Half-Life 1 was like a was like a look you can have a first person shooter story based game and Half-Life 2 was like look you can have physics and yep so we're going to have Half-Life no it'll probably be Half-Life Alex 2 well the pre-sequel so so well I one thing I want to say about Half-Life Alex people are already making custom maps for it Nice. With source. Ooh. So Valve's going to be getting all kinds of data from that. Heck yeah. yeah. Well, and then Gabe Newell already, Lord Gaben came out and said uh, that they were also looking into um, neuron-controlled gameplay. So whatever, how, whatever, they're, whatever they're doing to hook up, like you wear a device on your head or something, I don't know, but then it... Like you think with your brain and that's what happens with the character. And so what I'm just Did that come out. Yes. On April 1st. No, no, no. That was like, uh, I mean, I don't know if they're like, you know, probably like intro all, phases. Of all it. it takes is a $10,000 surgery right. where we put this little port in the back of your head. And it's, it'll be, it'll be great. You can play games. Yeah. I read, I read it somewhere. It was like a few weeks ago. So definitely not April 1st, but uh, he was saying that that was something that they were potentially looking into. And so I'm just saying, don't get your hopes up for a half-life three. Until you're in, <laughs> until you're actually Half-Life in half-life. And when It'll they, when they do shit. that, I found the article three Gabe Newell on brain computer interfaces. We're way closer to the matrix than people realize. Yep. There you go. Well, that's fucking terrifying. And the Matrix is actually just like a bunch of source to source. Dude, how source many people custom maps would rather live in a, a real vert? Like, OK, so I've, I've been wondering about why the rise of the isekai genre is an anime and isekai in Japanese means another world. And the, the common theme is you're the, the guy or girl is a loser in the real world and they either get teleported to another world or they die and get reincarnated in another world. It's a freaking huge genre, super popular right now. There's a lot of people, but my point is, is a lot of people would fucking opt in. Like I can do isekai for real now. Mm-hmm. I can go live in a medieval fantasy. Well, like think about uh, the sword art online anime series or log. Horizon. That's an isekai is that, series. Okay. Yeah. Those isekai mm. series. Yeah. Where you're, you're playing, Okay, I mean, we talk about, I talk about World of Warcraft because I fucking like it, but imagine, yeah. imagine you put on a headset, you lay it down on your couch, and then all of a sudden you are logged into your your MMO and you are a mage now, you are a monk, you have the ability to do whatever the fuck that they can do. It'd be crazy. It'd mm-hmm. be crazy. It's like that, uh, what was that, what was that movie, was it with Bruce Willis? um surrogates yeah surrogates yep it'd be like that but you know not as weird well i mean actually probably just as weird if not weirder but sweet heck yeah man so yeah that's what uh when we get that when uh valve you know finishes that technology that's that's when we might see a half-life 3 see everyone's like what's gonna happen to steam when gaben dies he ain't gonna die he's gonna upload he's his conscience to the fucking <laughs> he's gonna run Val forever yep <laughs> and it's like log into he- steam vr you could talk to gaben directly why send oh, him an email you could just have a <laughs> just have a little kachet hi <laughs> I'm Gabe Newell. Hi, I'm Thank Gabe. Thank you for playing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. We could fork off a. We could do a fork of our own Gabe Newell AI, and he becomes our virtual assistant. <laughs> That'd be good. It's like Clippy. Gabe Newell. Yep. Please turn on the lights. I've turned on one and two of three lights. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Turn on the third light. I'm sorry, I don't know that command. God damn it. <laughs> More than two, but less than four. I don't get it. <laughs> yep. God, so good. Yep. So what what are you what have you been up to, Jason? I've been playing Doom Eternal. Ooh, how's that? 
And then after tomorrow, I'll be playing Resident Evil 3. Uh, um, I like Doom Eternal a lot. Apparently, a lot of people are mad about it. Or some of them. Uh, it's, it's, com- it's, it's gameplay, I, at best I can describe it, is a combination of Doom and Quake. Made by the same developer in the long term. It's um, faster paced, I think. Has a lot more options. It's a lot more game. I haven't beaten it yet. I'm 15 hours in. I still haven't beaten it yet. And I've been doing it on Nightmare, which is like the hardest. Dif- well, there's another uh, version of it. It's called like One Life Nightmare. Like if you die, you have to start over again from the, from the beginning. I'm, I'm, oh. I'm not into those kind of hardcore modes yeah. um, like in Diablo. So I'm just on regular Nightmare. But the way they do the gameplay is you have to constantly be moving like in Doom 2016. But now all the, uh, all the enemies are more like chess pieces. So you know how like shooters often train you to go for the head? Yeah. Because that's like the critical spot. But they change that up a little bit. So like um, Mancubus, for example, is this big ass demon. He's got two cannons on his arm. Well, to like make him less lethal, they want you to take out the cannon. So if you like target the cannon with like, say, a sticky bomb, it blows up. And then you get the other one, say, with a uh, an aim shot, it blows up. He becomes not harmless. His gameplay changes. He starts coming after you because he can't shoot you anymore. There's those big floating demons. Um, if they open their mouth and you shoot a grenade in there, they become prone. You can kill them instantly. The uh, the other demons with the rockets under them, they, they are super lethal unless you take out their rockets. Uh, you can't just, like, bum rush your way through the game. Uh there's a there is a resource system that's going on that you have to be very cognizant of. So there's very little ammo and ammo in the game, which is a lot of people didn't get this gameplay mechanic as quickly as I did. They are looking for ammo in a level. Well, what the game wants to in the first game, if you had the chainsaw, you could only use it if you had fuel. Well, now your chainsaw will slowly regenerate its fuel, so they want you to use it more. So you always have to be making sure you're using your chainsaw to make sure to get your ammo all the time. So you did you, in the first game, you saved your chainsaw for that like that moment you needed it. Now you use it all the fucking time because it gives you all the ammo you need. Then hmm. there's another mechanic called the flame belch, and if you use the flame belch, it's basically a flamethrower. It lights all the enemies on fire, and then you you want to quickly kill them or do damage to them because they spit out armor pieces, and then you pick up the armor. And then you also have to balance uh, doing glory kills. So glory kills is where you shoot an enemy enough until it starts blinking, and then you do an, a melee attack, and it kills him, and you get extra health. Well, now it charges another meter called the Blood Punch. And if you do enough glory kills, it charges the Blood Punch, and the Blood Punches can instantly kill almost anything. Not really super demons, but like, say you got a horde of little demons, you punch one of them, they all explode. But now your Blood Punch needs to be recharged again, so you need to do more glory kills. So there's a bunch of these resource systems that are going on. You get a, you get a, a grenade, Mod that is a frag grenade and an ice grenade. The ice grenade is good for enemies that are super fast and you they're hard to aim at. So you gotta fucking slow them down. Shoot the fucking the the grenade at them. The ice grenade, right? Like it's it's really a, like a it's kind of like StarCraft a little bit. Like this unit is better with this unit. Use this unit against this unit. Mm. Like everybody, every enemy has a hard counter with whatever weapon you have. Whether like um, there are regular ass dudes that have plasma shields. And if you shoot the plasma shields with the plasma gun, they explode and they do AOE damage everywhere. So like there's this tit for tat that's going on. And it's, and so I I guess if you're, I think a lot of old school shooter guys are are like quake people just want to go guns a blazing, pick their favorite weapon and keep the weapon through the whole game. Doom 20 or Doom Eternal doesn't let you do that. Doom says you have to use different weapons because these new super demons have different weaknesses that you have to exploit. Otherwise you're going to die. And to me, that is, it gets me pumped up. It's so fun. Is the interface to like pick the different weapons pretty straightforward? So there's two types. So on PC, I, uh, there is a, I think I, I can't, I can't think of the hotkey you choose, but if you hold the hotkey in, it slows the game down and you can then do a wheel and pick your weapon. Oh, okay. I don't use that. I use one through eight or whatever. Oh. Cause I'm, I'm very quick at switching. I've always been that good at that. Even when I play MMOs. Um, always been that good yeah well if you're not you know don't be don't be a tim uh yeah but is there, if you're, is there if a you're, cinematic mode is there, there are, is there an there easy are mode very short cutscenes, but there's more of them now and i i mean they're less than three minutes each time 
but they're definitely more than the Doom 2016. Like Doom kind of had this joke going on. Did you play Doom? You guys play Doom 2016? I did. I didn't okay, finish so like, it, but part of it, yeah. There's a good example of like the Doom guy like opens up this this computer to open the door, and then the guy starts explaining what the hell is going on, and mm-hmm. Doom guy just punches the fucking monitor and ignores it. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like Jason. That's me. I don't but, care. So press X to skip yeah, the cutscene. That's cut 2016. Scene. They have more cutscenes in Eternal now. They're short, so they're not annoying. And you also have a Fortress of Solitude called the Fortress of Doom, which is fucking hilarious. Um, where you can like look at your little because you get like little collectible monsters now instead of collectible Doom guys. Oh, and they have this really cool feature too called cheat codes you can you can in the levels will be there's like two types of collectibles there's a soundtrack from a classic doom game or a classic quake game uh there's the the monster plushies uh they're like basically like little plushies of all the monsters you kill or demons and then there's cheat codes and then when you when you get cheat codes you can go back to a previous mission enable things like infinite lives or no damage or uh infinite ammo and it doesn't kill progression because they don't, they don't want you to have to feel like you have to trudge through the mission to go get the other collectibles. So the cheat codes are just an added benefit. They don't kill progression. They don't stop achievements. They're a part of the game. You huh. can't use them on newer missions. You can only use them when returning to older missions to try to get things you missed. That's kind of cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. There's an even so they it even has a, a aiming practice mode in the Fortress of Doom. You can go down to the very lowest level. You can pick. Uh, a, a difficulty and you you just go and you fight monsters and practice your aiming and practice your memory to, to know what monsters weak to what and all kinds of stuff like that. Um, the only thing, I haven't beaten the game yet, but the only thing I haven't tried yet is the multiplayer, but I know how it works. So the multiplayer is very interesting. It's not 1v1 it's, or it's not like deathmatch. Uh, it's two versus one. So I could be the doom slayer or a doom guy and you guys could be two demons and you have to kill me. Oh, but there's cool. also there's also AI demons in the game too. So it isn't just you two and I I have a I have an easy target to go after Tim and Mitch. I'm not really gonna know who you are because there's also other demons, AI demons I have to deal with on top of that. That sounds um, really interesting. Yeah, it reminded me of Left 4 Dead, honestly, where you pick you know, you have the normal zombies running around, but you and your friends are the super zombies, like the hunter or the the big fat guy. That blows up. I forgot his name. You know, or the or the mm-hmm. the tank. You ever played Left 4 Dead, Tim? Wait, you can le- play Left 4 Dead as the zombies? Yes, in the versus. I didn't realize that there was a versus mode for that game. I didn't realize there was a versus. I've only ever so played four players. I've only ever played the co-op. Yeah, four players play the survivors, and then three other players, three or four other players, um, play as only the super zombies. You can't be a normal ass zombie. You gotta be one, and so you can like, like as the hunter, there will be there was there's places in the level where you where you can climb up, and you'll see because the hunter vision will kick in. You can see where you can climb up and wait, lie and wait, and then use that that licking thing and grab somebody, and it's on up to the friends that get them. Or if you're the the boomer, the the fat one, like you want to make sure you have a good hiding spot and make sure they don't notice you'll run up and explode yourself on them. I did not know that you could oh play my a God, zombie in that game. People still play Left 4 Dead 2. We that, should sounds, play that sounds we so play fun. It. We, we should, should play Versus. People still play. It's so fun. I can't believe you never played it. Wow. I, I told you, I, play, I uh, played as the survivors. I didn't even know yeah. you could play as the zombies. Yeah. Uh, and then you could, it's great because if you got like a bunch of friends, say like five or six, you got four people playing the survivor, they're still playing the game co-op. It's just now you got three of your asshole friends trying to kill you. <laughs> That makes it, that fun. mode is that mode is what was the inspiration for that failed evolve game, huh? Yeah, because I was gonna I was gonna say like the evolve game always seemed like very unique to me. I didn't ever I had no yeah. idea that Left 4 Dead had that game mode so in it. To me, the Doom multiplayer is that on a lesser mode. Instead of me and four friends, it's just me versus two other people. So, um, huh. I or Left 4 Dead two, Left 4 Dead one and two both had it. Yeah. Huh. But no one plays one anymore. And they then now you don't need to play one because if you own one, those maps and those characters are now in Left 4 Dead 2. Wow. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Now I do. Now I know. Mm-hmm. Give for playing cinematic games. 
I was kidding. <laughs> but uh, if you like, I, I feel like the way they did the AI, I feel like I'm playing other players. I don't feel like I'm playing against a computer. Really? Yes. The AI is pretty smart and pretty like. Uh, if you don't believe me, go watch Shroud play. Probably the best person to see. He actually started the game out on uh, Hurt Me Plenty, and then up the up it to Nightmare. Not because it was too easy, but because of how the the AI changes itself on Nightmare. So they just make it smarter. And I, I think he has a video called Doom Twenty or, or Doom Eternal is the best aim practice game he's ever played. Nice, huh. yeah. So uh, worth the worth the buy for me. Fifteen hours in, still haven't beat it. Got plenty to go. I think I'm only like on the fifth level because I'm doing like everything I can. I'm doing doing Slayer Gates. I'm doing uh, every level has a shit ton of shit to do. I'm serious. Like it's a uh, it's good. Yeah, I like it a lot. Well, I was already excited for it. Now I'm even more excited for it. So, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I'll be uh, playing uh, Resident Evil Three this weekend, though. So for sure, have fun with that. I will. Stars, good. Hope it has a lot of cutscenes. I don't know how they did it. They they didn't really have a ton of them in the second game, so beyond what was in the normal game. Games are too scary. What is up with you two in scary games? They're not. <laughs> they're great. Played by the Resident Evils, and there was, and I like was in a bus, and a guy was coming after me, and it was, it was just too much. I don't know what it is, but like, so I'm not a big fan of scary things, but I've never yeah. found zombie movies or games or anything scary. They're not. Yeah. Um, I think the Silent Hill games are way scarier and because of the way they do their horrors differently because Silent Hill games are more cult horror and they're Japanese horror and Japanese don't really do jump scares. They they do anticipation. Mm, yep. Yep. So it's great. Stop being uh, a scaredy cat, Tim. Yeah, Tim. Play some, play some zombie games. Go get yourself a $400 Rift. And, and play. <laughs> yeah, if you've played Left 4 Dead, Resident Evil is Left 4 Dead. It's not scary. It's it's thrilling. Like in Resident Evil no, 3, you're being okay. chased. You're always being chased by a big nemesis. It's the tone of the game that is what gets me. Because like you, because like Left 4 Dead is like is like goofy. It's like you're playing with your friends. You're like, oh, there's a guy. Like, oh, and it's and it's like fun kind of like I'm having a thing. I'm having a fun time. But like Resident Evil, you're like by yourself walking through this thing and like ominous music is playing or no music is playing and then somebody jumps at you. It's scary. It's not that scary. <laughs> not at all. Or Half-Life Alex. I'm, I'm in the sewers. I'm looking around. There's a head crab and it jumps at me and then I'll... That's why you Although, go, you shoot it. I'd be actually really curious because I I normally like when I'm playing regular games, I do this. And like uh I like move away out of the way of something. So I'd probably have like a pretty good reaction in a VR game. I wonder if uh like uh were you pretty good were you pretty good at having the head crabs fly by your head, Mitch? Uh I didn't realize that the head you could like dodge the head crabs until I was watching like I don't know, I was watching some YouTube video about it and they were like, Oh yeah, and you can like dodge the head crabs. I'm like, What? And then I immediately went back into the game and I and I found some head crabs, then I found out I could dodge them. I I just nice. been shooting them like a little bitch. <laughs> it is it is fun though, because you know how like they have the I forget what they're called, but they're the the hangy ones with the tongues laying down, and then you yeah. can get sucked up. Well, like the head crabs can get sucked up in those as well, and so yeah. there was a bunch of head crabs in like this room, and there was a bunch of little licky tongue dudes, and every time a head crab would come near me, it would just get sucked up by the licky tongue guy, and then die. It was great. I wasn't doing anything, and I was killing everybody. There's a really great nice. video that I saw. I'll have to see. I'll have to send it to you guys. Uh, this guy made this like three minute video 
where he took a dead head crab and it just kind of it just kind of goes over what you can do in the game like with interacting with things he picked up a head crab and he was like carrying it through the entire game and like there he was playing singing a song <laughs> with it like let me tell you about my best friend or something stupid like that i i could see uh i i could see that coming bringing machinima back a little bit but mm-hmm. more like live machinima like those uh vr chat videos i always send you that crack me to fuck yep. up yeah i could see tons of people making sweet ass content with that Heck yeah especially with like custom maps yeah. and stuff absolutely yeah yeah totally valve smart see blizzard <laughs> valve opens their games up to be modded so they get new ideas so they can bring those people in the fold and pay them and then make a game of their own just saying dumbasses yep <laughs> dumbasses yeah that's awesome i want to see somebody just like go on whatever level they just every person that they shoot they just go and like pile the bodies in the middle of the level Oh, that'd be hilarious! You can like pick, you can like pick bodies up, right? Kind of. It's it's a little hard to pick up a body, actually. Like it, it just it's too heavy. I've tried. I have played around with them though. I'll like grab a body and I'll flip it over and like grab the the zombie head. And I'm holding it in front of me, and then I'll be like, Wah. it's not enough. <laughs> well, it's not like Skyrim where you can just like lift up bodies all the time. Yeah, no, it does not. It'd be, be kind of funny. Well, that's good. Hey, man. If the neural link thing happens, all games will be scary, Tim. That's true. Like if you're playing yeah. a med- if you're playing a medieval fantasy and you're fighting a dragon and you're actually there, you don't think you're gonna piss yourself? Because that's I fucking terrifying, would. man. I don't want. <laughs> that's terrifying. <laughs> unless I unless I have the special like magic shield. I can imagine the three of us playing, and Tim's like so real. Tim's like freaking out of the dragon. I'm like. It's fucking not real. It's all in your head. It's probably a fight. This thing. I'm gonna die. Like, I'm just like I'm just like over in the corner, like ah, ah. It's like get up. We have to beat the level. Ah, freaking out. It's like okay, so we gave Tim PTSD. Tim's got um, Tim would play support too, the most important role. Like all right, what Tim gonna play? Heal me. <laughs> Heal me. It's like I'm freaking out, man. Speaking of that, don't that let might- him hit me. <laughs> that Minecraft Dungeon game is coming out pretty soon. It looks pretty fun. Oh yeah, it's in like May, very, right? Yeah, I'm gonna, that's coming on Game Pass, so I'm gonna play it. Heck yeah, nice. That game looks super fun. Mm-hmm. So maybe oh. if you maybe the Neural Link, everybody had Minecraft graphics, Tim would be less less scared. I don't know, man. Creepers can be pretty scary. Yeah. So I wonder, like, hey. how far the Neural Link can go, right? Like, mm-hmm. can they can they make it to where you feel what your character's feeling? But then, like, so, do you get like pain? Like, if you get stabbed, right? Because you're like you're you're playing this medieval thing, and then like this guy comes over and he tries to rob your carriage as you're as you're driving, and he like stabs you in the back, and all of a sudden you're like feels like you have a sharp pain in your kidney or something. I don't know. Yeah, if you get if you get killed in the game, do you die in real life? Yeah. So like, I'm gonna do a quick Bobby spoiler. Can't live without the mind. Yeah, for uh, Sword Art Online, its current arc it's called Alicization. They don't they have VR still, but they perfected it where it's like what Mitch says: you basically go to sleep and you're there. But the interesting thing is, is that they they basically perfected AI so much that they created an artificial soul. And mm-hmm. so, like the the you're not you're it's so real now because the people are real. They're just artificial. They're really artificial. Like they don't they don't they're not they're real AI. Um, I didn't like the first two series of that about VR, but this one is very good. Is there a wait? So if you is there a new season? Yeah, it's called Sword Art Online Alicization. What? Yeah, it's super good. Huh. Um, and then the the second part's coming out like next month. Oh my god, I did not realize that. It's super good. I'm not a fan of the first like two like the the first series and then the one where they're in the gun game. I did not. But like this that. one is really good. This one's really good. Ooh, I did not like the gun uh, game I, one, but yeah, I recommend it. So are the seasons of that? It sounds like the seasons of that don't really connect to each other. Or do I mean, they, they kind of do. Oh, okay. but I I you don't. I it's not terrible. Like you might miss out on some of the characters. But analysisation, like the first series, it just has the main character and two brand new characters that 
and it's it's super it's like 24 episodes of those three. Oh, okay. So like you're not missing out on anything and you you quickly pick up on it. So yeah. Yeah, VR cool. Nice. Yeah. I can't wait to play Doom in, in VR on my couch when I'm asleep. Heck yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's when uh I re- that that's what like if VR is that good, retirement's gonna be sweet. <laughs> right. Just put you in a fucking box. I don't know, man. Like, like a Fallout. It makes me it makes me nervous, right? Because like you already have to take old people and like when they're bedridden and like turn them and stuff like that so they don't get bed sores. If if I get into retirement and I'm 70 and I'm just like sitting on my couch with like a VR headset on, and it's and if it's like if it ends up being anything like Sword Art Online or Log Horizon, right, where you're like transported into this other wor- world and it's super real, that I don't know, man. I could see myself getting lost in that shit, and that scares me. Oh, I agree. He's also, got I yeah, I know we don't talk about anime a lot here because you guys aren't into it as much as I do. But Log Horizon season three is coming out in like two months. Oh, finally, seriously? Yeah, oh, serious. Yes. Been waiting five years for that shit. Yep. It's perfect. While you're sitting, while everyone's sitting at home, you got all the, all this shit coming out. Yeah, it, like in a couple oh. months after the quarantine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll see, right? <laughs> yep. Good times. All right. Well, remember, if you also hate being quarantined, remember to like and subscribe and watch our shit. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Tell us how in the comments, tell us how many episodes of TMJ you've gotten through while not able to leave your house. And if this is your first one, go watch the rest of them, asshole. Yeah, we have um you could you could kill like almost three days now. Yeah. Probably three days. Without sleeping. You can just fucking listen and watch us. I don't know what what you'd think at the end of that. Based off of, yeah, I don't know. But uh, I think we leave us, uh, uh, play a lot of video games. Probably. Uh, remember to give us give us those uh, give us those reviews on iTunes. Oh yeah, we need that. And uh, as always, just keep on listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.